Good morning, Sovereign Minds. Who <laughs> <laughs> let the dogs? Wow. Out? Uh, my name is Mark Kent, and I'm your host. And uh, we're here in the studio, well, the new studio, uh, the amazing, awesome studio, the amazing, yeah. aw- awesome studio that uh, with Mountaintop Media, and and uh, I, I guess I can say an associate with uh, association with the Red, White, and Blueprint Project. Uh, we've been invited in to do our podcast, which is really super cool. So bear with us. Uh, we might. Yeah, this is our first time doing this. So, exactly. You know. So anyway, my name is Mark Kent, and I'm here in the studio uh, with my sister, Linda, who does all the heavy lifting, an unstoppable uh, force of nature, an immovable object, uh, slay our snowflakes, blah, blah, blah. She has more <laughs> heard more BS. <laughs> And it keeps on coming. The BS does. Good morning. Good morning. And the kid that rocks around the clock faster than a speeding internet connection, more power than a high-speed download with a 10-degree black belt and ram cyber, Dave Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And I have to work something up for Elijah back there in the control room. I I haven't done it yet, but uh, we'll we'll get something going good for him. Yeah. So... Uh, we are, I'm not sure. <laughs> this is weird. It is, I, it is I different. I can see, and then, then, yeah, this is it different. It is different, Just bear and, with me. Uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, we're here in the great state of Jefferson, and uh, we're doing our brand new podcast, and I, I don't think we have to have any sponsors. Do, I, do we have any announcements? I mean, well, we want to get some sponsors, maybe, maybe. Do we Do we want to do any announcements in regards to, like, the recall and people going out where they can sign? Yeah, let's do and, it. Uh, let's get that started. That'll get the ball rolling here. Okay. And, uh, so we have several places people can go to sign if they haven't already signed um, for the recall of the Board of Supervisors for Districts 3, 2, and 1. So you can go to Advanced Power Reading. Monday through Friday, Cottonwood Barbershop, um, and he's got listed times 8 to 5, Tuesday through Friday, and then on Saturday, 8 to 2, Dill's Deli and Barbecue, Fall River Coffee Company, Igo Store, Industrial Welding, MacArthur Farm Supply, Mystic Nails, Northern Roots, Redding Guns, Redding Roofing, Veterans Diesel and Auto, Jefferson State Diesel, The Tropics, Pro Trans Automotive and Transmission. But we're just a lone bunch of couple people that don't know what's going on, right? Because half the community is coming together to just have places to sign. Yeah, but it's never going to work. <laughs> yeah, there's not going to be enough people to do anything. Yeah, we know? heard from our local uh, Marxist uh, at one point. Oh, that's going to fail. The
and weaponized to the point where gee we're talking this was going to end in two weeks if we uh, put the masks on now right. now we're at the point where you're going to have to have a vaccine passport just to go get something to eat yeah did you see that where anderson is not going the city of anderson the um city council is going before the board of supervisors and they're not going to do the mandations that's they're, what we, they're that's, starting to stand up. That's I what, saw something about that this morning. That's what that needs they, to yeah. happen here. That's yeah. why we're doing this, because these three entrenched people uh, pretty much, <laughs> I'm going to say it, freaking lying bunch of rats. Okay, I mean, that's that's the real deal. I mean, they've lied about us. They got up in front of the uh, court uh, steps and uh, in front of the uh, the steps over there and said that, uh, oh, we're doing stuff illegal. We're we're laundering money. money. There's criminal activity. They're under investigation. And then the paper's sitting there eating it up like their little lap dog, you know, and we mm-hmm. know who that is. And uh, and it's like, oh, 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 they're running to the dig- let's get this to print. And then it goes to print. And then they come back and say, look, the paper says they're under investigation. <laughs> Yeah. It proves it. Well, and let's be honest on this. What we see is when rats are trapped, they start fighting back, and they start this vitriol that we see. And this is happening at every level of our government now. You see that yep. Newsom is going off the wall right now. You see the advertisements that are going crazy saying vote no. And honestly, it's going to backfire on all of them. I mean, it's already backfired I- on Newsom, and you see what's taking place, there is actually an act of God level thing that's taking place right now to where the Democratic Party is saying don't vote for a candidate with Newsom and instead just vote no on the recall. Well, here's the interesting thing about this is if you end up having the recall that ends up going into effect for Newsom and let's say Larry Elder ends up getting more votes than Newsom does on the no, automatically Larry Elder becomes the governor until the end of the governor's term. So we can have one year of Larry Elder, and Larry has already said he's going to eliminate these mandates and these unlawful edicts. He's He's in the office, and he's... The California... Put out with the uh, Epic Times, Epoch Times, however you want to say it. And uh, that's this could be a total game changer uh, with Larry Elder. Um, I, I just have one question though: you, you vote yes or no for the recall. So if you vote no and you vote for somebody, what does that do with your vote? I'm just asking because if you said no and then you vote for a candidate, what happens to your ballot? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, I think that if you vote no, you're saying that you're basically voting for uh, uh, Newsom. So I think. Well, if you mark elders, does that mean that no, you you don't want him to take? Or Larry Larry, elders, does that mean that you don't want him to take office? Is that what I'm? I'm just. I think it it just. I I think it's more symbolic than it is anything else. It's kind of a dumb thing, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. You know, because it has what what weight of law or in the election process does it carry? Any uh, none, as far as I can tell. I mean, theoretically, based on the fact that let's say you voted no on the recall, right. but then you voted for a candidate, that candidate would still get the vote. I mean, it's it's that's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of one. it's kind of dumb. Yeah, but I, I guess my mind just works. 
you know, because the government, when they say yes, they mean no. When they say no, it's yes. So, uh, you know. <laughs> it's like the de- anything they say is the opposite. It's like the yeah, depart- it's like, okay, so what does this actually mean? It's like the Department of Homeland Security. It should be the part- <laughs> Department of Homeland Insecurity, Social Insecurity. Right, exactly. You know, Department of Non-Defense. You know, I mean, that's what they do. They put all these agencies together, and it typically is doing the exact opposite, opposite of what they yeah. say they, they want to do. I do want to hit uh, this little article I got here from the Federalist Papers. And uh, right before the recall election, California governor gets hit with a knockout blow from a state auditor. And this is... Oh, uh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, by Steve Straub, and it was published on August 26th. So this is relatively new stuff. And right before the California recall election, the state governor got hit with the worst possible news. Uh, the state's auditor found a massive financial and pro- programmatic mismanagement under governor newsom's watch no he's not been mismanaging anything has he i mean if you gave the guy dementia him and joe uh, biden would be out playing bocce ball together i mean that's the thing you know (laughs) it's so true And with eating ice cream. You know, they're out there eating ice cream, you know, they stub it into their forehead and like this because they don't even know what ends up. Call him a unicorn. <laughs> so, so the problem is that, so maybe he's got his marbles, he's got some marbles rolling around, but, but so he's not completely out of it like Joe, but I think that makes it worse because now he has a marbles rolling around that are kind of evil. You know, it's like this guy. They this, might actually connect with one another. Well, this guy reminds me of, uh, who's the the guy uh you know uh, on that one cartoon uh despicable me oh yeah that grew yeah, uh, what's the name grew grew there you go he reminds <laughs> me of grew only a little thinner you know and uh, or maybe a dracula or something if he has fangs but he he reminds me of someone who has gotten his way his whole life who has been babied had the silver spoon in his mouth you know nobody ever questions his authority this is a big shock to him at this point because it's like what you don't want me for governor i've been doing such a great job you know i throw all the service people under the bus the veterans out into the street but let's let's uh let's give all the illegal aliens their money you know let's uh let's let them vote let's uh i mean it's it's absolutely off the charts well a lot of people have made the memes of him of joker and just painted his face as joker i haven't seen those ones yet a lot of those are pretty accurate i mean some of these things that we're (laughs) up saying (laughs) i have no doubt that they're accurate accurate. (laughs) some of these things that we've ended up seeing are just incredible i mean you've got um previous campaign aides and things like that that have come forward off the record to people like Steve Dace who have actually discussed what's taking place with him. And he is so hellbent and dead set on staying in office. He will do anything or throw anybody under the bus in order to stay in office. Yeah. And we're already seeing these these literal attacks on Larry Elder to where they are trying to use everything you know, in the he's, playbook. He's, he's the... Uh, he, he's the Black white racist. Yeah, the the uh, they called him the black face of racism. I mean, <laughs> wow! How, okay. how can you not see that that is absolutely racist? But it's like everything else they do. I mean, it's complete uh, yeah. contrary to reality. You know, so anybody disagrees with him is racist. Let's go on with the report here a little bit. You know, so we found massive uh, mismanagement. California was supposed to be the country's global policymaker, which, by the way, is a good thing considering where we're headed, because uh, if we can get rid of him, 
And we've already got rid of, uh, you know, scumbag uh, Cuomo. You know, uh, he couldn't keep his hands to himself, uh, not to mention the nipple rings. But that's but, just gross. Uh, you know, you could see him through his shirt. I that, saw that's it. It's like, wow, man, uh, that's your that's the I'm governor. Sorry, it's just gross. It, it's, it, you know, what can you say about that? I mean, it's like, wow, that that guy. Uh, you know, yeah, it, no problem here. Don't he's, look in his closet yeah, because okay. there could be a he's few okay. whips and chains there yeah. or something. You know, maybe a maybe keep a him ball away gag. from uh, Jenner. But, you know, Fifty Shades of White. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Cuomo. Uh, <laughs> so going back to the no article. No, Caitlin, for him. Oh man, we're going down. We're going down a bad road here right now. You hear me? Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> going down a rocky road, I should say. But uh, <laughs> just saying, moving right along. Okay, nothing, to, nothing to see here. Uh, you know, the mismanagement has been uh, epic. You know, I mean, practically everything that you can mismanage, he's done it. I mean, the voters, the illegal aliens, the borders, the health system, you know, joblessness, homelessness, uh, uh, benefits fraud, the EDD. I mean, they're yeah. giving, they're giving uh, money to guys in prison. In other states. In other states. <laughs> but probably other California. countries. They're probably giving the Iranians and the, uh, the Mullahs and the, and, the, and the Taliban. They're probably all on unemployment right now. I mean, when we just look at what's taken place, I mean, so February 2019, we ended up having about $3.8 trillion that's in circulation, according to the M1 money stock. Later on that year, in December, you saw that number jump all the way up to $19.8 trillion in circulation, and then they stopped tracking it. After that, they had a $4 trillion bill that went through, and then another $6 billion or trillion dollar bill that went through. And what we're seeing right now is the absolute collapse of the United States. And for the first time ever, we've reached our debt ceiling back on the 8th, which effectively means we're bankrupt. We've been bankrupt oh, for a long no, time. Yeah. They just keep moving the goalposts. They just keep putting <laughs> they zeros do, they behind the dot. Yeah. You know? Well, okay. But, but, but if this is... You know, our governor's like that. What happens at the local level with our... Well, we're just we're just scratching the surface super, here. Yeah, the board, board of super, supervisors. See, because one of the things they mismanaged at the federal or at the state level was the CARES money. Oh. And... Shasta County. Shasta oh, County. I mean, good grief. Uh, let's see. Chamber what, of Commerce. I, I learned real slow, but I learned real good. And and we had $23 million, and, and, and we gave uh, f- uh, almost four to the businesses and kept the rest for ourselves and, and put yeah. our pensions together. And also, uh, you know, uh, bought a, you know um, the, the loyalty of 100 more uh, employees. Yeah. Uh, that sounds mm-hmm. about right. Yeah. And we <laughs> I mean, had to have that money. Yeah, and now we're and we got to keep the lockdowns going, the mask yeah. and all this because if there's no emergency, there's no emergency money. Well, and wow. So one of the things that I mentioned yesterday, I did a little bit more digging because remember how I was saying how the great plan on this might be to make a perfect world to where you have no disease, no problems like that, but the people that can't have the mRNA and stuff like that, they're just gonna die. I just want to chase butterflies all day long. So Moderna ended up buying a company yesterday that actually just about a month ago that is an mRNA AIDS vaccine to cure AIDS. Pfizer just had one for cancer. I mean, are we putting these dots together and saying, all right, well, they're mandating all these and we need to provide universal health care for everybody and we're going to basically eradicate all disease, but everybody that isn't going to be able to tolerate this is going to have problems or twitches Mm -hmm. or neuropathy or anything else. I mean, 
there's some serious questions that people need to be asking. And wow. So if that's the case, just go to the train station. It'll be okay. Well, And it's like what you mentioned yesterday. So you have these vaccines that if you don't end up getting them, you may end up losing your health insurance. Right. And so yeah. once a cancer vaccine comes out, you won't be able to have health insurance. Nobody's going to insure you if you can still get cancer. But realistically, if you end up having people... Well, life insurance, it, maybe. I mean, either or. I, I mean, know. we're already seeing yeah. it even with the COVID. And with the mm-hmm. COVID, what we're seeing right now, too, is you catch it. You can still spread it even once you're vaccinated. I mean, it's, it's basic science that we've all been seeing and unfolding in front of our eyes. And basically, the benefit of it that they end up saying is that, oh, well, the symptoms aren't as bad. All right, well, oddities. Yeah, and you got to wonder, there, you know, about these vaccines. Now, they say they can cure cancer and what else. Isn't it kind of convenient? How long have we been dealing with cancer and all that? Here, so now you got it's the jab. science, man. You got Come the on. COVID. So get the jab for cancer because it's, we wouldn't lie to you or anything. It's weird science. You- but uh, you know, I you almost I mean, we should I wish we could play the Michael Jackson thriller thing, you know. <laughs> I mean, oh <laughs> I, I'm just saying because everybody will follow right with it. Oh yeah, it, it, it'll help me. It'll cure me. It'll whatever. Here, get jabbed with this. Get jabbed with that. You know. Well, you know, it's like that meme I posted. You know, it's on the I'm on the 83rd platform <laughs> for the 25th, uh, you know, jab on the boosters and 26 more waves coming. You know, and like. But I do want to mention this now that we mentioned a little bit of the money. Uh, Inflation skyrockets in the U.S. It's from the uh, Gateway uh, Pundit. Russia and Saudi Arabia sign an agreement ending the petrodollar, putting the U.S. dollar and economy at even higher risk. Now, we've been talking about this petrodollar for eons. If they... You know, in in I mean, this is, agreement is not going to immediately end the petrodollar, but it, it it is for Russia and and Saudi Arabia is kind of like the one that has most of the oil. Mm-hmm. And if it does, then this could change the value of our currency dramatically and fairly quickly. Because if Russia is not going to use it, and 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 Saudi Arabia accepts that, well, then why wouldn't they accept uh, mm-hmm. uh, other currencies like the yuan or the the special drawing rights from the uh, International Monetary Fund and the you know those uh, those uh, bankers in Switzerland that are trying to take over the world? Uh, you know those guys. Well, you're not wrong, and in fact, it's it's worse than just that. I mean, you look at the wars that we've gotten into. We get into these wars strictly based upon oil, because where oil is, that's what our fiat currency is backed by. We go in there, we bust caps on everybody, we turn around and say, here's a bunch of money afterwards, this is what you're going to use. I mean, you got the Iraqi dinar. That used to be backed by oil. They were trying to put it on an oil standard to where their bills were backed by oil, which arguably is as good as gold, considering how much oil's used. In. Well, that was one of the main reasons why we ended up going in there in the first place, aside from 9-11. I mean, we ended up seeing all of these things that where we wanted a reason to go in there, and we still do that to this day. We have all these groups and organizations that don't want us to mine anything here for like our cobalt, for our copper. They don't want us to drill for oil. But these same groups are over in other countries using slave labor and getting cheap labor to turn around and put all that in there. It's, it's basically the way the game's played. Here's an interesting factoid. Uh, do you know that Afghanistan is one of the richest countries on the face of the planet for minerals and, yes. and uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, special minerals and strategic minerals? Yes, and that China is now making agreements with the Taliban 
on uh, how to get extract uh, to that stuff, mm-hmm. e- extracting that stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I yeah. did know that. I wonder why but we left. Why did we get? Know. Why did we yeah. leave all of our stuff in Afghanistan? We for, we forgot to, to airlift it out. Well, and it's oh, we this do was that. done so wrong. I mean, we pulled out in the middle of, of the, the night. night, and we had our troops who were there who literally got up and split without telling our allies anything whatsoever. We pulled air support. We pulled the maintenance mechanics. We pulled everybody out of that area that was supposed to be helping these guys. And we trained them for 20 years to fight with air support. Well, the moment we pulled air support, they're like, what the heck do we do? We don't have the standard way we've been fighting this battle and winning for the last 20 years. Now, all of a sudden, we're just screwed. And so what ended up happening is the Taliban was ready and they moved within literally hours of us getting out of there and oh, over. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. I guess the fact that we gave them the names of all the people that they can help get to the airport, they're American citizens and uh, the uh, uh, friendly Afghans that have helped us, gave them all the names and uh, said, "Don't, don't well, you want to go ahead and let them through as per our agreement?" We're talking about the freaking Taliban here. They cut people's heads off because they don't like you. Okay, so let's give them the names of all of our people. Yeah, well, we left all of our intel there, all of it. Yeah, I, absolutely. Everything was left there. No problem. With the stuff that we left there, we left scanners that had retinals and retinals and eyes images. Mm-hmm. And we had fingerprints that were on them of the people that worked with us, of a U.S. citizens, of all the people of who were involved. Yes. I actually have a total list of what we actually left there. I and, didn't have uh, it, but I couldn't find it's, it. Uh, I've got it right here. It's a complete list of armaments uh, that we left there. It's like... Uh, Oh, I don't know, 2,000 tanks, armored vehicles, Humvees, uh, uh, you know, uh, 75,000 total vehicles, Ford Rangers, F-350s, vans, pickups, armored security vehicles, 45 UH-60 Blackhawk uh, helicopters, 50 scout attack copters, uh, Scan Eagle military drones, 30 military versions, Cessnas, 4 C-130s, 29 military-made, 829 Super Tucano ground attack aircraft, 208 aircraft total, uh, at least 600,000 small arms, 61,000 rounds, uh, 20,000 grenades, a couple of howitzers, mortars, plus 1,000 rounds, 162,000 pieces of encrypted military communication gear, 16,000 night vision goggles, newest technology on night vision, thermal scopes, thermal mono uh, mono goggles, uh, 10,000 air-to-ground rockets, uh, reconnaissance equipment, laser aiming units, explosive ordinances, semtex detonators, shape charges, thermite, etc. Uh, 2,520 bombs. Uh, How many guns was there? Like 200 and something thousand? Uh, 200. Oh, no, it's uh, actually more than that, I think. It was, uh, got it right here, uh, 600,000 small arms. And and oh. then uh, reconnaissance equipment, laser aiming units, explosive ordnance. I got all that. Administrative cryptic ce- oh, administration encrypted cell phones and laptops, all operational. Pallets with millions of dollars, dollars. of U.S. currency. Mm-hmm. That was another thing. Pallets yeah, of millions of dollars with U.S. currency. Yeah, there was all kinds of pallets uh, full of money. This is the guy who's working for us. No. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that he's not working for us. For us, he's working for them. So, what do you call a person who aids and abets the enemy under the under the Constitution? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it starts with a T. Treason. I was going to say, you know, I was going to say something else, but, uh, you know. or a pile of crap, or if you want, yeah. I guess I can cuss. He, he is he is a pile of shit. 
Okay, let's be honest. I mean, he is a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. You know, I, I think that'll be my my. But he he should be you know prosecuted for being a murderer. I'm sorry. You think? Yeah. Oh, total. I'm not even done. Pallets of millions of dollars of U.S. currency, millions of rounds of ammunition, but not limited to 20 million rounds of uh, 7.62 millimeters, 9 million rounds. But don't you go down to the local gun store and try to buy those. Yeah, let's give all our ammunition to the Taliban. You would want to go down there and buy that ammo. You need need ID for that. Okay, we're going to let a bunch of illegal aliens, they don't need ID to vote, but you need ID. I don't know. Maybe it's just this. And is where's just, your it's just all a coincidence. Your vax too. It's it's all just a big yeah. blinkering. They, you know. I mean, it's like what? Yeah. I mean, you can't be this dumb unless you're being this dumb on purpose. Well, I don't know. We might have to change the dumb rule on on Biden. On Biden, because you know I. You know, I saw that meme where he's like, uh, he's got eating ice cream and it says, well, it must be great to, to not ever have to worry about a brain freeze. You know? <laughs> I saw that, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. I'm not even done. Large stockpile of plate carriers and body armor. U.S. military hide a handheld uh, in, in interagency identified detection equipment biometrics. Uh, lots of heavy equipment, including bulldozers, backhoes, dump trucks, excavators. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, are you disturbed? Is this disturbing you it's, yet? No. Why would that? And 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 the CCP has people on the ground right now negotiating on any U.S. To- technology that they see value in. Dealing directly with the Taliban is what he this guy was told. Well, and as of yesterday, the, the Taliban are such nice people. I have a oh, video yeah, sure right they here. Are. The Taliban holds Afghan news anchor at gunpoint, and he delivers a remarkable message telling the public not to be afraid of the Taliban. Yay! Yeah, it's kind of like those old, uh, the, you know, when the people were in uh, concentration camps, and they'd take them out, you know, for the, for the uh, public oh, service yeah. messages. Mm-hmm. You like it here, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really nice here. Don't, you, don't what, mind the people on flames behind me, you know. That, that, yeah, you know, they you slap know? they slap you around a little bit before you tell. And so, you know, tell, what is it, the, the Hanoi Hilton. Remember that? No, it, yeah. You know, before you go on camera, they, they, they tie your arms behind your back and, and, and slowly tighten the nooses up till your shoulders are uh, touching uh, backwards. And then they pull that off, and then they ask you, hey, you ready to do a commercial? Uh, telling what good guys we are? Sure. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is it's not like they're trying to hide it. They're literally standing right behind the dude with three guys with guns in the shot. It's not like they're there on the backside of the camera being like, hey, we're going to kill you if you don't say this. It's like, hey, we're going to do a photo shoot yeah. with you while you make yeah, it's this like, yeah. message. It's like, cut, mow, 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 you know. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. So I don't know. I kind of want to, I hate to say circle back. <laughs> Okay, Saki. Circle the wagons. But I do want to cover a couple other things here. I want to cover. I want to cover Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA uh, gene therapy, which is not a uh, not a vaccine. Got, well, it, and why did he do that? What kind of person thinks of well, doing that? Type I, of thing? I think just, the, I, I think these guys might have everybody's. Be- you know, some of these guys are good guys. They're trying to fix things. You know, but at the same time, you know, this guy comes out and tells the truth. Uh, from what he sees. Now, this is off the war room. We played this yesterday uh, on the radio program, and I think it's important because this is all related, you know, whether it's, you know, the the what's going on in Afghanistan, what's going on in the White House, what's going on in Sacramento. 
we are at war right now, and I don't care whether you want to acknowledge that or not. And I believe that China is behind this and probably some world powers that are trying to take over everything through the banking system. I don't care who you think. I don't. If you're religious, I don't care if you think it's Satan or not. Okay? But there's a problem going on yeah. here because there's too many pieces of this puzzle uh, being operated I'm on. Losing my, we're losing our freedoms and liberty quickly well, here. I don't care who's causing it. So, I, I don't want it to keep going. So, so you know, uh, going back here, I want to play this clip. This is from uh, Steve Banyan's War Room, and I'm not sure how to play it though. I, we might have to figure that out. I don't. Do we have to have a, a chord that comes in, or, or, or whatever we need to do here? Uh-huh. Maybe we uh, need to. Oh, Be- uh, okay. So okay. E- email him, then I can go on this real quick for a little bit. So. In regards to what I was talking about earlier, scientists behind Pfizer vaccine mRNA shots for cancer coming in a couple years, BioNTech's Elkham Tosi said that they know the know-how behind revolutionary inoculations could soon be used to treat far more than coronavirus pandemic. The scientist who won the race to deliver the first widely used coronavirus vaccine says people can rest assured the shots are safe and the technology (laughs) behind it will be soon used to fight another global global scourge, cancer. Uh, Torki, who founded the German company BioNTech with her husband, was working on the way to harness the body's immune system to tackle tumors when they learned last year the unknown virus infecting people in China. Over breakfast, the couple decided to apply the technology they'd been researching for two decades to the new threat, dubbing the effort Project Lightspeed. Within 11 months, Britain had authorized the use of mRNA vaccine BioNTech developed by the U.S. pharmaceutical giant Pfizer, followed a week later by the United States. States. Tens of millions of people worldwide have received the shot since December. Israel, the world leader in the vaccinations per capita, is overwhelmingly using Pfizer jabs. Now, what's interesting about this is this is just one case of it. There's also Moderna that just ended up purchasing a company to be able to do an mRNA AIDS vaccine. Now, a lot of these things are incredible. It's amazing technology if it ends up working. But you always have to look at it from a cost-benefit analysis. Do I have AIDS? Do I plan on getting AIDS? I don't. (laughs) And you have to worry about whose actually hands this stuff is in. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Unfortunately, there is evil people out there. No. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. When when you go through and you look at these, one of these TED Talks had Bill Gates that was talking about how vaccines are going to be reducing population. Now, that's kind of chilling from a guy that's doing a whole bunch of humanitarian aid over in places like Africa and otherwise. And you end up seeing that his father was one of the main guys behind Planned Parenthood and was heavily involved in eugenics and right. eliminating populations that they believe to be less desirable. So what we're already seeing right now with what's taking place, the number one minority group that is not getting the vaccination are blacks followed by Hispanics. And so you end up seeing in places like New York, they eliminated medical exemption they eliminated religious exemption there are no exemptions and they're literally telling the people in new york that you have to fire your employees if they don't end up getting the Mm -hmm. job despite the fact that there's a lot of real reasons why a doctor might tell you not to get it now obviously you need to talk with your doctor about any of this stuff but if you end up 
having one of the things that I'm hearing is if you had allergic reactions prior to vaccines, mm -hmm. you might want to talk to your doctor because people are having anaphylaxis, they're having other problems, and they are dying. And so it's something to where you've got to at least look at all of the information before you and have these conversations. I mean, it's, it's simple. Yeah. All right, good. This is cool. So so now we, we know what the procedure is. Okay, so so this is the doctor. This is Dr. Robert Malone. This is uh, He's on uh, Steve Banyan's uh, program. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and uh, give us some sound there. And uh, and he's, what he's talking about is the Moderna. So I don't see any sound yet. You can't see it. Uh, well, duh. <laughs> uh, I don't hear it. I'm just saying you <laughs> can't. Go back to what you said about ah, the data. There Here we go. go. Here Thank we go. You. We know data. But they've authorized the use of a vaccine. Does that vaccine currently exist? If I want to walk down, not that I'll do it, but if I want to walk down to the doctor and get a vaccine, can I actually get the one that, quote, unquote, has this kind of sketchy, shady FDA approval? Is that available right now to the best of your knowledge, sir? It's absolutely not available. So the, the little trick that they've done here is they have issued two separate letters for two separate vaccines. The Pfizer vaccine, which is what is currently available, is still under emergency use authorization, and it still has the liability shield. The, 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 once again, the mainstream media has lied to you. I'm sorry to say that. I know it's a shock to this worship. But the, the product that's licensed is the BioNTech product, which is substantially similar, but not necessarily identical. It's called uh, Comirnaty. I think that's how it's pronounced. And it's not yet available. They haven't started manufacturing it or labeling it. And uh, that's the one that the liability waiver will no longer apply to. So the one that's actually licensed is not yet available. And when it does become available, it will no longer have the liability shield. In the interim, the one that does have the liability shield is the Pfizer product, and that's what's currently available, and it's still under emergency use authorization. So that's no change. Okay. The press has just not done their work and figured out what's actually yeah. going on here. Fine, but that's why we have geniuses like you. I just want to make sure I, I have something's clear to the audience. And we're, we're, look, we're trying to be fair to the FDA in this whole process, this CCP virus. Um, the emergency use authorization, as it currently stands by the FDA for Pfizer, does not allow its use for children under 16. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. The, this, uh, the, the, the overall blanket uh, approval for the uh, for the for the other one for BioNTech or whatever it's called the one that's not fully done yet does that include is the way you read it that does not include uh, a full FDA authorization until at least 2023 or 2024 when these other studies are, are completed correct that's the way I read it that seems to be the way it's written and by the way in terms of the timelines I just wanted to go back to that um, there's a statement that the BLA acknowledges, so that's the, the, the license for uh, um, the BioNTech product. Here's the language. The BLA acknowledges long-term myocardial issues with a five-year follow-up, which is consistent with the lower range of long-term follow-up for gene therapy products. It appears that, that banging on them that they haven't applied the gene therapy checklist may have succeeded, and they appear to now, without acknowledging it, being starting to apply the requirements that are applied for gene therapy products 
But in terms of the cardiac issues, they acknowledge that the myocardial issues will require a five-year follow-up. But once this is once this is in place, can the the FDA would then have to come back and issue an emergency use authorization for this for the second one for children? Correct. That's clearly not done right now. Is that correct? <clears throat> I, I would imagine that what they will do is an emergency use authorization for the pediatric population for Pfizer. So that will keep Pfizer indemnified because that's something that Pfizer has been seeking in all of their worldwide contracts with other governments is full indemnification. They will not sell you vaccine unless you waive liability if you're a government head of state or whatever. So that's the Pfizer position, is we don't want to own the liability here. And, you know, that that raises the question, what is it they're so scared about? If these are fully safe vaccines, why does Pfizer believe that it has to have liability protection? Yeah, Yeah. that's a good question, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in regards to that, so I've been doing a little bit of research here, and obviously the fact checkers are all going nuts with this particular piece right here, saying that that's not true one way or the other. What's interesting about it is there are two separate FDA letters on this. The fact checks themselves, why do you need a five-page fact check in order to go through any of this stuff? And it's the fact checks, the way that they do these things, they end up twisting or distorting. So it's like one of the things with the whole mRNA shot originally. There was a gentleman who worked for... Pfizer, who was the vice president of respiratory, who ended up writing an open letter and a lawsuit to the European Union that had actually said that there's, there was concerns about the spike protein that could cause infertility in women. And so there was another article that suggested sterility, and then they go through and they had their fact check on it to where they say, he did not say that it would cause sterility. He said it would cause infertility. So you end up looking up the two differences of the words, and they basically mean the exact same yeah. thing. You have infertility, which means that you have basically a bunch of miscarriages, you can't carry kids. You have sterility, which means you can't get pregnant at all. And so these are the two different variants of it and versions of it. And that fact check is still up there. I mean, just well, look the, it up. You know, the whole point of the thing is that they're lying about the, what they what they approved. They said they approved one thing and they didn't. They approved another. And uh, so, the, you know, and now you're supposed to believe everything that these guys tell you, right? I mean, well, I put, the way they said it, most people believe it's just the one. You know what I mean? That well, they, the, absolutely. They assume. I, I, read, I read the actual letter yeah. from the FDA. I have it uh, here if I wanted to open it up. I'd be and, interested in seeing that because I've been trying to research this. And right now, I can't say for certain whether that's correct or otherwise i've got the actual letter here i'll send i'll forward it to you it's uh, it says exactly that it okay. says exactly that i mean i put the uh, finer final letter here in uh, i'll pull it up and I'll, I'll email it to you actually more than that though here's one thing that i want to address real quick one this hasn't been out that long two no. let's just go ahead and look at what this one line, this is from the AP, Pfizer said the U.S. is the first country to grant full approval of its vaccine in the process that required a 360,000-page application and rigorous inspections. All right, so excuse me for a second. Who do you know that would be able to go through and read 360,000 pages in this amount of time? No and one. And be able no. to digest it? No one. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, not gonna I mean, no. that right there is ding, 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 ding. What? 
360,000 pages? I mean, how many freaking pages is the Bible? Just sign it. Just sign it and we'll read it later. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's the problem? I'm just saying. It, it doesn't matter. All right, yeah, it so I just, matter. I we'll just pulled it. that letter up in an attachment. I just sent it to you. But uh, uh, oh, it's missing subject send anyway. But, but that's what I was saying yesterday, too, about, so, you know, these different diseases, you know, polio or whatever. How long did it take them to approve those? They went on for years, years. Five years, whatever. Uh, Polio was one of the shortest vaccination cycles. And it was like 30 years. Actually, it was about three. It was the fastest that had ever come through. But most of the vaccinations that come through, conventional vaccinations, normally have a process of seven to ten years. Right. And then after that, they also continue tracking. And we've also seen a lot of times to where after 20 years, they'll pull a vaccine because they realize it's causing danger. Well, see, they know. You read that letter, and they know know what they did they lied right through their teeth to say they had approval on this vaccine when they don't and this vaccine that they actually approved is not even available at this point so these guys are liars so one of the books like i'm just using the bible as an example because a lot of people have seen it had experience with it so the bible is approximately about 1200 pages okay so the amount of documentation that they submitted for this would be the equivalent of the 300 Bibles that you went and read through. I don't know anybody that in less than a year can read 300 books. That's crazy. Well, I would say I can, but uh, I mean, it, I'd be lying. Yeah. <laughs> it's sure. <laughs> so my question on this is based upon their own facts right there. Who who actually did it? Was it a team of people? Did they talk and collaborate back and right. forth? Because if you basically have, all right, I'm going to separate this up. You get a page. You get a page. You get a page. None of you guys get the true full picture of what this thing was. So if you're breaking this up and saying, all right, you get five pages over here. You get five pages over here. That's assuming they even read the 360,000 It's all crap, pages. but that's what I'm saying. This whole thing is complete bullshit. And who you know? signed off on it? You know, somebody had to sign it, right? You had the letter there. I just had the letter in front of me. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I, <laughs> I'm just curious. Who's the person that the, said, yeah, I read all well, of this. Well, here's the letter. And, and the, it's the, all good. The, the, here's my... This is the letter to Pfizer from the uh, FDA, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. And on the letter, it explains this whole thing. And right. it's, uh, it's to Mr. Harkins uh, over at the Pfizer. And it is from, uh, get the name here, uh, just a second. It's a quite a bit lengthy letter, scope of authority and all this stuff and blah, 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 you know. Well, this is pretty interesting. I'll read this while you find that portion of it. So emergency response says Department pages. of Defense has taken over a vaccine shipment crash that shuttered airspace. The Centers for Threat Preparedness was in charge of trying to recover the vaccines, but are no longer permitted to speak to the press about the incident. Instead, they referred to the U.S. COVID, uh, the National COVID Response Press Secretary to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. As Tim Cass previously reported, air traffic was shut off while hazmat cleaning crews spent 21 hours in the near in the area near Morgantown in the northbound side of the interstate was also closed for all traffic. A tractor trailer carrying Moderna COVID-19 vaccines to be sent as aid to a foreign country lost control on the interstate, struck a concrete barrier, and went down over the embankment approximately 30 feet and rolled onto its side. Mongolia County Sheriff Mono Gala 
Uh, whatever. County Sheriff Office said in a statement, the driver was trapped inside of the vehicle and had to be extracted. He was transported and treated for minor injuries at Ruby Memorial Hospital. So, well, do you know that you know the Japan pulled hundred? I'm sorry, one million point oh, one point six million doses because they're contaminated. They discovered they reacted to magnets, the yeah. doses. Yeah. So there's crap in it, you know. So they took that off the market. We didn't really see that on the mainstream media, but. Uh, you know, going back to the the letter, uh, it's it was to or uh, sincerely from to uh, R A D M, whatever that stands for. I'm sure that's some kind of a big title. Uh, uh, Denise M Hilton, chief scientist for the Food and Drug Administration. So that's uh, from the Food Administra- uh, Drug Administration, from that woman there to Pfizer, mapping this whole thing out. And uh, this is the letter that they're referring to, the guy that invented the uh, vaccine, and this is what he's talking about. Uh, it's a, it's just a big smoke and mirrors bullshit project. And that's the problem. You know, mm-hmm. once they start lying to you, do you believe anything that they say? No. I, I do want to mention that... Uh, that they're also in California trying to put a bill together as uh, somebody down there in Southern um, California who's it's called it's AB uh, 455. Uh, you want to call the Ra- Rancho Cucamonga office, uh, and uh, the phone number there is uh, 909-919-7731 because they're trying to uh, put together uh, in that you have to have a, a vaccine card to get into anything, a theater. Uh, you know, they're trying to make Basically, it law if you leave your house. This is just like the gold's the star on your shirt back in Nazi Germany. Uh, you know, if you don't have your papers, you can no right. longer come here, and and that's what this is about. And that's what this whole thing is about. When you put two and two together, you put the pandemic, the vaccine, the lies, you know, the, 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 the lies about how, how bad it is, you know, uh, you know, quell, uh, squelching the, the, uh, the, uh, cures, you know, hydroxychloroquine, all of this. When you put this all together and you got, you know, Hunter Biden in bed with, uh, Fang Fang Yang Yang, the Chinese spy, you know, getting payoffs. Uh, and then you got, uh, Dementia Joe up there, uh, doing whatever is in the best interest of the China making negotiations with the Taliban. That wasn't Hunter, though, with, with Fang Fang. That was... Uh, that was the other guy. That was, uh, that was what's his name? Uh, oh, I know. What's his name? Schuler or something? No, it's the guy's an idiot. Uh, he, uh, there's so many of them. Well, it's, it's a target-rich environment. I yeah. get it. But he's, uh, he's the, the, the pedophile that was, uh, uh, you know, in the big impeachment thing, and he lied about everything. And he's the guy that farted on camera. I, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Swaller. Swall- Swaller, that's what it Swaller. was. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Uh, you know, he was with Fang Fang for 20 years or something, but, but so was Joe. Joe wasn't just with Fang Fang. I don't know who he's with. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, get the little black book with the phone numbers for all the prostitutes that uh, were Asian that were, uh, you know, visiting Hunter Biden and his laptop and his crack pipe. Well, so let, let's think about this for a minute. The Taliban, the Mujahideen, the rest of these folks that are over there, they all still have Twitter accounts. But our president doesn't. When that story on Hunter Biden dropped, that was censored everywhere uh, yeah. on Hunter Biden. But that's laptop. the problem with these, these knuckleheads that are running around out there. Yeah, 
CNN said this. Well, they're they're not only they're lying about everything; they're not telling you about anything. You know, so so I want to get back to this. I want to repeat this phone number one more time. Yeah, and I wanted to go call call this protest too that they're having with that. Call this rally. So you you've got the uh, rally information. So call this. uh, This is uh, uh, oh senator or not senator, but. uh, she's a legislator here. I'm not sure what her name is. It's uh, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up. It's uh, it's uh, oh crap. Uh, but her phone number is nine oh nine and and nine one nine seven seven three one. And just tell her stop with the legislation. Do not even try to pass AB four five five because this isn't Nazi Germany. This is America. We're yes. still free and. You know, despite the fact to the contrary that you guys are taking over, you're what you're doing is you're steering us towards a a a violent outcome in the end of this because people aren't going to do it. Yes. So we are, but we're violent. Uh, we're violent, we right? The people are pissed. Uh, it's like we're violent because oh yeah, hey, you did, keep poking the bear, poke uh, the bear. Poke okay, the bear. so who burnt all the who burnt all the cities down and uh, you know uh, you know. This is from the same people that say silence is violence. I mean, let's let's be honest here. We have the governor in New York over there saying that, hey, the Supreme Court is a bunch of white ring white <laughs> white ring extremists. White who, ring white ring? How about white, white wing? Right wing extremists. <laughs> say that five times three thousand. That's shame okay. cedar shingle. So pen, I, man. I keep trying to get this, but it's on September eighth, I believe, that they're doing a rally demonstration at the state capitol in Sacramento. Yeah, who's ten AM. It I keep losing the connection here, yeah, but who, I, I do who, who's, the, who's, who's the idiot that's uh, trying to pass this? I'll pull her name up just so we can uh, get her name so up. So I'll there. try this one more time and uh, bon, bon, it's Bonta Wicks. I knew it was Wix, but I couldn't. I couldn't remember her first name. Bonta, uh, you know, she's uh, she's uh, wants to get this passed uh, so to isolate unvaccinated people from society. I mean, that's what it says right here: to isolate unvaccinated people from society. Really? Uh-huh. So the fact that I have immunity, uh, oh. natural immunity, doesn't really matter, even though it's better than. Getting right. the vaccine? I don't know if it's true or not. I was listening to some radio program coming home the other night, but this guy was like out on the streets, like gathering signatures, like what we're doing for a recall, and asking people, you want to sign this petition because we believe that people that aren't vaccinated should go to jail. Well, I believe that people who are vaccinated should get, well, I, I get know, but hit in the head with a hammer. Isn't that kind of scary? I mean, that I'm just saying that the people are out there doing that, and that's where it's headed. Well, it's lemmings. Which, They're sheep. They're sheeple. I mean, they, they, if, if they don't, it's like you tell them they got so much information, they got nothing but disinformation in their head rolling around, so they can't even connect the dots. There's no neurons touching there. Well, it, it, they don't. They don't the truth, I know, but it's scary that it they scary. want to take your freedom away because I have a choice whether I want to be vaccinated I, or not, and this guy's going to tell me that because i made my choice i get to go to jail well it's like this guy i talked to the other day when we were collecting signatures i think that the biggest problem in america is is fox news and the internet what so so your news sources are like msn lsd and cnn and 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 those guys tell the truth every single time right uh, sure. But the internet w- that has there's been, no lies on the internet. No, it's like oh, we're going to censor anything that argues with the narrative. But it's the internet that's the problem, and Fox News. It's just the stupidity. But there's there's actually you know we're in a free country where stupid is still legal. 
you know. Uh, we do and, have a constitution, I guess, and they make up for Yeah, he, I mean. <laughs> you have freedom of speech, you have freedom to be stupid. You, you have guess, freedom you know? to be stupid. Just yeah. don't infringe, don't have your stupidity <laughs> on infr- me. infringe upon my freedom. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I do want to play a clip. Let's uh, let's lighten the mood. Can we get JP up there and let's uh, let's take a look at JP Sears and uh, and then we'll we'll play the, the, the go on to the uh, to the Capitol Police and Ashley Babbitt and that and that stuff. Uh, so this is JP Sears and he's uh, promoting uh, the new left wing coffee company. Uh, it's uh, it's awesome. I think everybody should buy some. So you, you ready, Elijah? Are you sick of all these right-wing coffee companies coming out of nowhere? Like Black Rifle Coffee Co. or AK-47 Fuck You Coffee Company? Are you tired of hearing opinions and viewpoints that are different than yours? And you wish everyone would just shut up and watch CNN in peace? And also you really enjoy vegan hemp milk lattes? Introducing Inclusive Inclusive Progressive Coffee Roasters of Tolerance. We've got more buzzwords in our name than a cardboard sign at your local protest. So you know we make good coffee. CNN calls us the only coffee you should drink unless you're racist. The New York Times writes, the most inclusive, exclusive coffee company in the world. And the White House says, if you don't drink this coffee, we will deport you. We're the first coffee company to introduce critical coffee theory, which is all about how oat milk has risen over the years to drive out black coffee drinkers through violent and oppressive coffee orders. We need to teach our children that they should be the ones to apologize to black coffee drinkers and to think about their oat milk privilege 24 hours a day. (laughs) Happy to be the only coffee that can wake up President Biden in the mornings. We're proud to have 843 varieties of coffee, one for each gender. Try all of our tolerant roasts, like the Cuomo is Innocent Italian blend. Pelosi's progressive pour over, dark roast. Please censor me. Morning blend. Decaffeinate the police, light roast. And the I'm sorry for calling Taiwan a country, medium roast. Our non-binary brewing method will trigger your outrage over things that have nothing to do with you. Mm. Roasted to perfection, just like a federal courthouse in Portland. Order a bag of tolerant coffee today, and we'll give you a free caffeination card, which will soon be mandatory in order to enter our stores. That's right. We aggressively believe you shouldn't be able to participate in society unless you have proof of caffeination. We get all of our coffee beans sourced straight from Venezuela and Cuba. We heard there's some other stuff going on there, but we just love their feet. <laughs> get on our socialism subscription service. At the beginning of the month, we'll send you enough premium beans for one cup of coffee, and then you get to reuse those same grounds for the rest of the month. We call it demi-caffeinated socialism. It's different. We're the inclusive progressive coffee roasters of tolerance. We know you have a choice when it comes to getting caffeinated or not. And we look forward to making that choice for you. <laughs> Go ahead and shut it down. That's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should put some time uh, frames on there. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, DJP's uh, puts a, puts a funny spin on the truth because uh, it's funny how he's always the opposite of what it is, telling you the truth of what it actually is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's like his Parody. whole one about uh, how the KKK and the anti woke racist guys are totally one and the same, and how oh we we want to label them, and as long as they've got labels, we're good, and <laughs> we, we want to have separation. I mean, these universities are trying to go back to separating blacks from whites while they're educating them and during testing. I mean, give me a break. They're they're going back to segregation as a woke way to try to protect people from the whites and the blacks away from each other, like. This is going on in universities. Woke. <laughs> it's, it's the, I mean, it's 
you can't even make this crap up. These people are, are, you know, they've been educated beyond their own intelligence. It's like I was saying yesterday. These people go in and they're, and they get, oh, I got a degree in gender studies. And I, had, I got a degree in, in, uh, you know, Marxist 101. And I, I got a doctorate. <laughs> so smart. I, I got a doctorate in uh, communism. You know, and then they come out here in the workforce and they're like, why doesn't anybody want to hire me? Mm-hmm. You know, they got nothing. They got they got ripped. They got put in debt. They got ripped off. And of course, it's it's uh, capitalism's fault and probably Trump. Trump had something to do with this, well, I'm sure, sure somewhere did. along the yeah. way. But yeah. they're useful. They're you know they're. they're I not mean, even useful idiots. I think they should be tattooed. They have rube tattooed on their forehead. You know, not woke. They're rubes. You know, they're useful idiots. They're what what Lenin talked about. All you had to do is get a bunch of people believing the lies till the lies is big enough, and pretty soon you got enough people believing them, and uh, and there you go. Useful idiots will do anything that they're told. They're lemmings that run off the cliff. Yeah. So, and how much of this too do you honestly think is going to? Stop here. I mean, so listen to this. So this is August 30th. New York Post. Fans wait in line for hours at U.S. Open after COVID vaccine mandate. So tennis fans were left waiting in massive lines for up to two hours Monday trying to get into the U.S. Open amid a mandate instituted late just last week requiring requiring proof of COVID-19 vaccination. The tournament in Flushing Meadows, Queens, officially began at 11 a.m., but by close to 1.30 p.m., thousands were still waiting in line for their COVID-19 vaccination cards and to go through metal detectors in order to get in. Do you honestly think that as their plan progresses in this, do you honestly think it's not going to end up going into an application or a chip or something of that nature? I mean, This is about control. I mean, you got the study coming out of Israel that says, you know, 80% of them got vaxxed or whatever, and now uh, they're all spreading COVID like nobody's business and they're sick because the guys that are spreading it have got the vaccines. Now, I've also got... got uh, well, they, they got rid of the all the 1.8 million or whatever doses over there in China because of the magnets. I mean, hello, uh, what do you Japan. Think? Or Japan. <laughs> yeah, China's the one that's spreading it. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> but... Okay, so yeah, here, here's another. Here's another. The, the United Kingdom government just reported the following data, tucked away in the report of variants on con, of concern. Less than a third of the Delta variant deaths are in the unvaccinated. Let me say this another way. Two-thirds of Delta deaths in the UK are in the jabbed. Uh, uh, you're not supposed to look at the other side of that. Row, row. From the 1st of February to the 2nd of August, the UK, and this is a government document, uh, reported 240, I'm sorry, 742 Delta, Delta deaths. Yes, the dre- dreaded Delta has not been, has taken that much life. Out of two, 742 deaths, 402 were fully vaccinated. 79 had received one shot. Only 230, uh, f- uh, 53 were unvaccinated. I got the report right here. It's from the government, published by the government, the uh, UK government service. Well, and in regards to what I was just saying there, this is as of November 10th, 2016, on Forbes. And the guy that wrote this is a World Economic Forum contributor. And so, welcome to 2030. I own nothing. I have no privacy. And life has never been better. You'll own nothing and like it. Welcome Until to 2030. Until the food shortages start, and then it sucks. 
<laughs> yeah, let me jab you some more. No problem. Welcome to my city, or should I say our city. I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliance or any clothes. It might seem odd to you, but it makes perfect sense for us in this city. Everything you considered a product has now become a service. We have access to transportation, accommodation, food, and all the things we need in our daily lives. One by one, all these things became free, so it ended up not making sense for us to own much. I want to pay, play Pure Imagination from the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh, tune. You know, What happens when it's not there anymore? It's so stupid. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, who's going to be producing? Everybody's just yeah. gonna, This is the same thing. They tried this over and over and over again. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I had a friend of mine who was from Russia. And I talked to his dad, who, 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 they escaped from Russia. Okay. They, 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 they escaped from the, the, the Bolshevik revolution and the communists and, and they, and they, and they had to, you know, walk out of there. Uh, you know, they were, they told me stories about how they got the, the babies through, uh, the, the lines of, uh, of, uh, you know, the borders and so forth. And they would, they would, they would dope up their babies so they wouldn't cry. You know, they'd blow some kind of opium smoke in them or whatever it was and, and, and to get them through so they wouldn't cry. That's how dangerous it was. If they caught you, they just killed you on the spot and and so they came out of there and he told me a story about the russian uh, russian farmers okay so they had the russian farmers out there and you know they're on the collective farm which nobody owns you're just supposed to work because that's what everybody does for the government because that's the right thing to do to make sure everybody's fed and it doesn't matter how hard you work because if you work hard uh they just give it all away to somebody else anyway so what happens is you got the one guy standing out on the harvester and he's you know how they got the big harvesters and he's up on the top of the roof and he's he's looking down the road and you know oh there's a car coming it's the it's the guy from the government they all stand up and run over there and act like they start working Mm-hmm. You know, and then the guy comes in and checks everything out and, you know, production's down a little bit. You guys need to step it up. Oh, yes, comrade, we'll get right on it. And then the guy drives away and then they all just go back and lay down in the field and the guy gets back up on the roof looking for the next car. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you end up with, with this, this utopian rainbow and sunshine lollipop crap. We're already seeing that. So throughout this, they basically say that you're not going to own your home. When you're out of your home, somebody else is going to be renting it. You're registered everywhere you go. And so this was written in 2016. The reason why I mentioned this is you had Event 201 that took place on October 19th of 2019. So, so you got to strip the guys of their property to begin with. So you don't get to own an Airbnb. You get to, you get to own an Airbnb butthurt because you know, that's what's going to happen. Is What about all the people that own things right now? They're that are, not going to own anything. What about all the, 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 the retirement people? They're already putting them out of business yeah. Because they landlords, you know the moratorium, all of it. What's mm-hmm. going to happen? You think that those properties are going to be kept up? Do you think that there's going to be any income? What about those guys that are depending on that for their retirement? You know, I mean, there's the, the unintended consequences that these morons don't see that is far-reaching from an economic standpoint. Because that's what we're talking about. Communism is an economic system. Uh, capitalism is an economic system. Capitalism, it, it, you know, makes sure that people are working. It incentivizes work. It incentivizes hard work communism de-incentivizes hard work so what happens is you end up with nothing everybody's oh we all we all just kumbaya and run around the and chase butterflies and and manna will fall from heaven no y'all freaking starve to death well absolutely and so sorry when they did this i guess i ranted 
<laughs> at the beginning of 2020, yeah. they came back right after this whole situation to where they just did a large-scale pandemic exercise on a novel coronavirus. They came back three months later and said it's the great opportunity for a great reset. Now we got government websites, Build Back Better. We've got all these different things do, do that know, we're seeing. Do you know why this is able to continue at this point? Because we allow it. Be- because they've counterfeited so much money, but it hasn't hit the circ enough to devalue it to the point where it's $50 or $100 for a loaf of bread. As soon as that happens, then everything falls apart. See, because this is all, the government is sponsoring all this crap, the NGOs, all the guys that are the New World Order dudes, and, and they've, I'm sure, they're not holding gold or any hard assets no. in, in reserve so that they don't, you know, fall apart. And all apart. the people are feeling warm and cozy right now, all the liberals and everything, you know, everything's good. They're not looking that in six months, a year, whatever it is. Well, they'll be the, the first the, ones out there protesting uh, the food yeah, shortages. Yeah, I'm just saying. This that is they, exactly they don't, why. Yeah, they, they feel good right now. 2022, they're coming back with the Fed coin, the Federal Reserve cryptocurrency coin that's going to replace all cash. And they're already talking. I mean, some of the things that I've heard on it are just so woke. They end up going through and saying that, okay, so if you're white and you're impoverished, you're going to have an exchange rate on your cash of one to one. But if you're a white guy that makes more It'll than be like a hundred to one, yeah, yeah, right. you get basically you lose everything. A point five, yeah, you lose everything. Rate. Just you know, it's, it's okay. And so they go through these processes and they're figuring this out right now. But you can already see that they're laying the groundwork for Fedcoin, and from at least three Federal Reserve people that I've heard, they are saying that beginning 2022, they're yeah, going to they, try to roll this they're, up. They're, yeah. Absolutely, I do want to get to this, and I don't want to miss. Ashley Babbitt, so we're going to change gears here, but I do want to get this out here. This is the Pfizer CEO, Albert Borla, on Tuesday said, vaccine-resistant variants will likely emerge. But don't worry, because the pharma company already has a system in place to release a variant-specific jab within 95 days. I bet they Two do. doses of the Pfizer vaccine booster shot will not be enough to protect you from the new variants, but it's okay. We've got a fourth one in the works. Well, and Just this is plan what on being jabbed the rest of your life. No problem. Well, and think about this. So in that midterm of when that's going through, we're going to end up seeing rolling lockdowns once again. All right, there's a new variant. We've got to yep. go through and lock down again over here. And yep. then after that, it's basically whoop de doo I don't know. I'd like to see somebody see my screen here. It's, uh, I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, fact well, check I'll this, be. buddy. Uh, just saying. There's- uh, so I do want to play that clip. Uh, we have another clip here. This is from the uh, from Ashley Babbitt's uh, m- m- oh. murderer, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and this is the police officer. Uh, and this is on Tucker. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Tucker uh, Carlson, but but I, I want to play this clip because I think it's important to understand that uh, th- what happened at the Capitol here. And this guy's admitting, yeah, I shot her. I mean, yeah. you got a 112 pound woman unarmed. Being shot uh, by a black that's, person. Is that the right one? Yeah, that's the right one. I think okay. I think it is. That's probably just the, 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 ticker. Uh, the ticker. So that right? should go. Go ahead and play it, Elijah. Let's see what we got here. Uh, sound? Who shot Ashley Babbitt to death in the Capitol building on January 6th? Now we know the officer's name, not because the authorities released it, but because he felt like revealing it himself. And he did with his sympathetic friends at NBC News. The officer's name is Michael Byrd. If that name rings a bell, you may have read it in the paper because it's the same Michael Byrd, the Capitol Police officer, who left his loaded Glock 22 
loaded with no safety in the men's room in the Capitol building Oops. in 2019. Now, if you handle firearms for a living in a police kind department a or the military, you know there's Oops. no greater sin than that, to leave it in a men's room and not report it. I remember that story. But he wasn't punished. Byrd reportedly told his fellow officers at the time that he would not be punished. He was right. He said he'd be quoted, quote, treated differently because of his rank. He was lieutenant. In his interview with NBC <laughs> News, that same Michael Byrd explained why he shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. We see your arm out there for a considerable amount of time. Were you wavering? I was taking a tactical stance. You're ultimately hoping that your commands will be complied with, and unfortunately they were not. When you fired, what could you see? Where were you aiming? You're taught to aim for center mass. Uh, the subject was sideways, and I could not see her full motion of her hands or anything. Um, so I guess her movement, you know, caused the uh, discharge to, to fall where it did. And what did you think this individual was doing at that, at that moment? She was posing a threat to United States House of Representatives. Oh, she was posing a threat. Well, let's see, she was 5'2". She was unarmed. There were armed police and tactical gear standing right next to her on the other side of the door and, of course, within the chamber where Michael Byrd was. She was not warned. The tape shows that. She was just executed. But she was a threat. That's what he's telling you. Now, you'd think the fact, again, Ashley Babbitt was a female who was 5'2", weighed 125 pounds soaking wet, and had no weapon, might have suggested that she wasn't a threat. But according to Michael Byrd, no, never occurred to him. Her family points out that she was not armed. That's correct. The fact that you weren't aware whether she was armed or not, did that alter the decision making? It did not. Yeah, it didn't alter it at all. So she was an unarmed protester. I don't think we execute unarmed protesters, do we? Well, we just did. No one has apologized for it. He's a hero. In any other circumstances, imagine how the American media, which does seem to be the main moral arbiter in this country at this point, how would they treat an officer like this? Not well. But Michael Byrd executed an enemy of the Biden administration, so they're praising him. In fact, it turns out, and this may be surprising for you to learn, Michael Byrd is the real victim here. He's the real victim. Later in his interview with NBC News, Michael Byrd wow. agreed that he's the real victim. Could you give us the nature of some of those threats? They talked about, you know, killing me, uh, cutting off my head, um, you know, very vicious and cruel things. Racist things? There were some racist attacks as well. It's all disheartening because I know I was doing my job. Given the nature of the threats that you describe, do you have any concern about showing your face and identifying yourself? Of course I do. Uh, that is a very vital point, and it's something that uh, is frightening. I believe I showed the uh, utmost courage on January 6th. I showed the utmost courage by executing an unarmed woman without warning her first. That's the utmost courage. If we live in a country where we let that pass, that's courage? No, that's not courage. I mean, we can argue about whether it was justified or not. Notice nobody is arguing. People are just praising him, including Republican members of Congress who should be ashamed of themselves. But if we call that courage, we've devalued the term. 
Aaron Babbitt is the husband, the widower of Ashley Babbitt. Terrell Roberts is the family's attorney. They both join us now. Thanks so much uh, for coming on. Aaron, first question uh, to you. How did you feel when the NBC News anchor asks the officer who shot your wife to death, your unarmed wife to death, without warning her first before shooting her, uh, asked him, isn't he the real victim here? Isn't he the one who's really suffering? How'd that make you feel? I'm just kind of wondering. Pissed off. I mean, I, I've, I've only heard a couple of clips so far, Tucker, at this point. Um, it's not airing till 7 o'clock out here. I read the full um, transcript of it. Um, I, I had not heard that one clip that you just played. Uh, my agitation level is actually going through the roof right now, where he admitted he didn't really care if she was armed or not, or unarmed or not. He didn't. He didn't care. So, um, yeah, we're we're going down a bad rabbit hole right now. Yeah, especially if the national media congratulate him for this, and the entire left as one gloats over your wife's death as if she deserved it because she voted for the wrong person. I mean, they're kind of saying that, and I'm sorry to make you feel even worse. I can't imagine how you feel now, but they're kind of saying that she deserved it and her life had no meaning. I mean, what else are they saying? They've been saying that. They've been saying that all along. Um, I don't even want to hear him talk about how he's getting death threats and he's scared. I've been getting death threats since January 7th two, three, five, ten a day, you know, and all I did on January 6th was become a widower. So you're going to have to suck it up, bud, and take it. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's, that's enough. <laughs> Mr. Roberts, let me ask you. Um, we know Michael. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to unpack there. Boy, yeah. Uh, and it, it's, it's so telling how the media buries and lies and distorts and just blacks out anything that they don't think you want to hear. Yeah, they don't put any it's of that on there. In just the narrative. That it was an insurrection and that they were, you know, armed citizens and they were taking over the Capitol when... Well, then they find out there's a bunch of FBI agents in there that uh, that uh, aren't being prosecuted and they've dropped all the charges on them those guys because they were involved and I guess the fact that they were, you know, on assignment and there was no insurrection, which they admitted that... Right. There was no insurrection because then they don't have to take all these guys to court to prove it and then open up the evidence cans. And then there's guys sitting in jail that have been sitting in jail without process or due process, process. since uh, January. Um, what country are we living in yeah. now? And just think, I mean, I don't want to do the race card, but if this was reversed and that was... It's true. A black true. person if, if, and it, a white If that cop? was a white cop and that it was shot a, a black person, person like that... You know, a It'd white, be all over the news. Well, you know, a white cop shoots a black person, you know, who's on fentanyl. Okay. No, he, he didn't shoot him. Uh, I'm sorry. Him. He didn't shoot him. He, he, he you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and he had COVID. Did you he, know that? I, I didn't know about the COVID, but he was on fentanyl. He put his knee in his back, held him down. For whatever reason, right. the, the guy died, whether he was over the top in his arrest. We see other things where he say he can't breathe coming through the car. Uh, but he's a drug addict, convicted. He's robbed people. All this stuff. And they glorify this guy like, uh, like he's some kind of saint. You know, uh, because a cop killed him and he was black. And then you got a a a, 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 girl, a woman who's unarmed, 125 protesting, pounds. 125 pounds, Not armed. unarmed. Uh, you know, Not a threat. I mean, if you're threatened by her, maybe you should be doing a different job. I'm just saying, if you're threatened by her. Uh, all I'm saying is it, it seems like it's a one-way street here. And we're yeah, not, exactly. We're not living in America anymore. It's America with a K. And... Uh, 
you know, and uh, and then he's he's let off scot free. Not even not a trial. His the 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 Capitol Police said he didn't do anything wrong. Wow, I mean, that uh, just yeah. What we're seeing right now across the board is called anarcho tyranny, is what it is, and it's when you have justice that is being completely one sided, to where they don't enforce the laws on one side. But on the other, they enforce the laws, throwing the book at it. Right. And that's what we're seeing across the board. They're just doing whatever they want. That's I, the problem across the board on all levels, is they're doing anything that they want to. And it's time that people make them well, stop. Well, that's and why, that's why there's a course correction. That's why, yeah. that's why uh, you know, Cuomo's gone, is that people are having enough. You yeah, know, exactly. they're, they're ha- they've had enough of this crap. You know, uh, does anybody believe that Joe Biden legitimately uh, won the election? I don't see how you could possibly believe that Joe Biden won the election. The guy, the guy didn't campaign. He had no big rallies. Nobody showed up. You look on, his, on, on what was going on in his Facebook uh, and, and, and rallies and I mean, nobody's there. Nobody's there. He's not a great speaker. How did he get so many votes? How did he get the most votes in history? Is Joe Biden the most popular president in the history of the country? I don't see how how you can think that he legitimately got uh, uh, elected by any measure, uh, any standard of, of common sense, uh, and looking at all the evidence, and that's going to be coming out at some point, I hope. Well, if he was, why are they having such a problem with the audit and recounts and, and diving into If he legitimately won, what's the problem? What is the issue about looking so at it? Here's, that's, the, that's, that's what I'm bringing up. You're absolutely correct. What's, what I'm bringing up is the fact that you can't even challenge the narrative. Right. You can't say this what i just said will be would be blacked out if you provide evidence it gets blacked out uh, oh yeah and 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 that's the other thing right now the homeland security comes out with a statement saying the terrorists are are all those homegrown guys that are challenging the elections you know uh, anybody that asks questions anybody that's anti-vaccine yeah we're the terrorists of course I mean, you go through and you look at what's taking place right now with the FOIA requests on all of the people that provided aid for January 6th or reported on January 6th. Many of these people who weren't even there, every one of Trump's cabinet members, they're looking for the three percenters. They're looking for the... um, the Proud Boys, and they're looking for all of these government requests for every amount of documentation that they can get on every single one of these people. And a lot of it, you know, is going to end up leaking out. Mm-hmm. They're going to end up saying, hey, this took place over here, this took place over here. But also, they're going to be able to get the campaign strategies and everything else from everybody within Trump's cabinet and everybody who worked with him so that they can go ahead and contest him when he goes to run again in 2024 or for anybody else that is somebody he's trying to support in 2022. I mean, at this point, he's raised a lot of money to be able to actually run effective campaigns. Well, and, and, and I think the mainstream media has is, is, is been discredited to the point that, you know, they're not going to be able to stop him through the Internet and the media anymore. You know, I think he's putting those things into place. Uh, let's see what yeah. the let's see what the uh, the uh, audits do, because those audits are metastasizing into other states. Uh, they, yes. they're, they're, they're not reporting on any of it. And uh, and we'll have to wait and see what happens, because I don't know. We're in we're in we're in circus world right now. And crazy. Uh, crazy it's train. absolutely crazy. And you're seeing a microcosm at the local level here with these guys right here. I mean, boy, as soon as they think that the uh, lollipops getting pulled away, man, they got they got nasty. 
They started. Oh, they yeah. sent out police uh, to intimidate some of the people that are involved. Uh, you know, they've they've said we were criminals. You know, we were under investigation. Uh, oh, have you seen anybody that uh, was? Has have you? Has anybody contacted you about nope. that investigation? Not a word from anybody. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's uh, very interesting. Yeah, that uh, you and know. You know what I was told? I was told because it's political on their end that they can't be held accountable as much as like we can if we do it. Oh yeah, in I other words. I mean, wow, you talk about being one-sided bullshit. It, it, I'm it's sorry, it's, but it's all it's all about it's all about power. It's all about the money. It's all about, you know, this whole vaccine from these guys. I don't think they could care less one way or the other. You know, Modi might be a little afraid up there. He gets his little mask on and, you know, but it's like, come on. So so you know, you put he's a mask on. Arrogant. You, he's he an just, he's yeah. an asshole. You put a mask on and and you walk to your table at the restaurant, for example, and you take your mask off and eat it. It's like it's like uh, wearing pantyhose over your head, or you know, for or you know, using pantyhose for or a, a, a fishnet stockings for a condom. I mean, it's the same. I mean, that's how how effective it is. Well, and th- this is the logic that we have. You can go into a restaurant. You have to wear the mask. You sit down, and then you can take the mask off because. COVID just exists over three and a half feet. It, it can't get you underneath that, And, and right? it's only at certain times. <laughs> did you know that, too? Oh, you know, oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, only it, between certain hours of the day that you can actually yeah, catch it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a deal here where it says, you know, I'm, if you see, you know, the sun killed COVID, and, and then it was the weather in the summertime, and, you know, all this stuff, and, oh, and, uh, and of course, alcohol, co- co- you know. Of course, that was a joke for the fact checkers. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's yeah, why. Right. That's why I put. Uh-huh. That's why I put mm-hmm. Uncle Sam flipping everybody off and said, yeah. "Fact check this," you know, because the real deal is these guys. You know, is okay. So here's the one waiting for the 56th booster shot to stop the 89th variant and coming yeah. in the 23rd wave, and it's like that that guy off of uh, you know uh, the. The alien movie with Will Smith and uh, Tommy Jones. Uh, can't think of the name, uh, but anyway, uh, Independence Day. No, the other one though. The Men in White or Men in Black. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, you but know, that's what they've done from the very beginning with this. Came from a bat that you can't catch it from animals, and the animals got it, then the animals gave it to us, and then it's like every time you turn around, the story changes every day. So we have a new. It's it's, it's 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 almost like. Uh, uh, like uh, you know Darwin's theory of evolution, <laughs> you know the the bat, you know the the, the thing crawled the, the thing crawled out of the sea, the ooze, you know, oh, was the yes. protozoa, and it turned into a lizard, and then it, it went from a lizard into to uh, some kind of a chicken, and then the chicken started flying, and then it turned into a bat, and then that grew up into a monkey, you know, and then the monkey grew into a man, yeah, and then the monkey grew into a man. That's how this uh, Delta variance thing is, you know. It starts, it just starts in in a bat in Wuhan lab that just happens to be funded by Fauci. That flew over. Yeah, that flew <laughs> that over. Migrated, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> migrated from a bat into a Petri dish. You know, and uh, and then, uh, you know, you, uh, after a while, yeah. you, just, you guys are at, you guys are in. Mask on. Mask off. So well, All of this, everything that they've said, no mask, three mask, uh, it sounds like a bad Dr. Seuss book, Brayton be written. I mean, all of these things that we're seeing, they have been wrong every single step of the way. And these are the people that 
want to force you and make you do things. You look at the businesses that have closed from this. You look mm-hmm. at the shortages on products. Go into any store right now and find an uh, Xbox is, or is, a PlayStation. This is or about killing else. the economy. Have you noticed that the shelves uh, in the store are getting uh, you know, less and less uh, goods and so forth in there? Uh, they're killing the economy. The economy is in free fall right now. I mean, if you uh, We're go look at... recovery, though. Just it's all, local it's all, people. It's all BS. It's like, You're oh, yeah. You're nothing because you can't get anything. Well, the, the, the point is that the economy is, is free-falling <laughs> right now. Look at the GP, GDP. The numbers are just free-falling. I mean, oh, the stock market. Look, we got our new record high today. Yeah, well, if I printed counterfeit money and the, and stuffed it into BlackRock and into the stock market, guess what would happen to the stock market as well? It's called inflation. You're inflating the bubble because you're just printing counterfeit money and stuffing it in there because if you do that and the stock market keeps going up, you can sit there and go, look, the economy's doing great. You know, uh, is, don't mind stepping over that homeless guy there that's uh, already crapped on the sidewalk. The, you know, that don't, he's, yeah, don't worry about that guy. And it will never come down. It'll never fall, right? Right? No. Oh. No. It's like it. It's like you know the. It's like we can we can praise the God of uh, of Wall Street. Well, and we're already seeing. I mean, we have no rule of law. We saw the very first Supreme Court decision that said the eviction uh, moratorium couldn't go through. Right. And you couldn't continue doing that. Couldn't continue ripping off the landlords but who own the properties. And then he goes, well, I'm just going to change this then and then do it anyway. Yeah. I mean, this is what we're seeing right now. Gavin Newscomb, is that who you're talking about did that? No, that was Biden. Oh, Biden. I'm sorry. And so, and Newsom, he has his same policies on these things. And Newsom has been trying to make it to where you can't do that even so. And so we now have another Supreme Mm -hmm. Court decision saying, hey, you can't actually take people's property away from them. This is the, literally the. That is the fundamental tenant of a free society is the ability to own property because if you don't can own property and property could be real estate it could be your money it could be gold silver diamonds it could be a painting it could be anything because if you they never ask the next question if you don't have the right to own private property who who does? does They never ask the next question in the logical progression of, of, of thinking because it's like, well, if nobody owns the property, then what is it? The rule of the biggest club? You know, if I, the, the guy with the most uh, uh, people out there, army wise and spears and guns and whatever they get to take, then, then, then they, okay, so then there has to be some rule of law. Okay, so, so who ends up owning all the property? Who ends up telling what everybody to do with the property? Well, what happens is the government controls all the property. The government controls everybody what to do, you know, uh, how to do it, when to do it. Right now, and a bunch of these other large organizations. So, well, who knows? It it could be a guy uh, in the in the Vatican, for all we know, you know, or Basel, Switzerland, or or England, you know, who knows? Uh, A a guy named Soros. uh, I don't know. Does anybody know? Well, and this is clear violation of the Third Amendment. I mean, there has never actually been a case brought to the Supreme Court about the Third Amendment. Yet somehow Biden managed to screw that up. <laughs> well, I mean, you can remember you can you, you remember the Barack Obama quote about Biden, right? Uh, don't don't uh, you know be surprised at how uh, Joe Biden will f things up uh, no matter what. You know, I, I'm not getting the exact quote, but you know he has the ability to f anything up he touches. You know, don't be hey, surprised how gross. how far that goes. So the Third Amendment: No soldier shall, in time of peace, be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in manner to be prescribed by law. So you literally have people, some of them are soldiers, who are 
literally being said, you have to stay in this home and you have to let them do it. And they don't have to pay you rent and they don't have to do any of this during this time. And you can't kick them out. I mean, you're seeing people that are losing their homes, people who are never going to be able to recoup. This is grandma and grandpa who turn around and saved up their entire life so well, they can buy a home a, and rent Well, there's out. a wave of foreclosures coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's Most a wave of homeless people coming. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, we you haven't got employment. Even the what, you know, it's, it, we are in the, you know, ah, you know, like in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Between two and three million people are likely going to lose their homes, and there's about 11 million people that are going to be evicted. And once that ends up happening and once that ends up transpiring, like I said, I think it's all coming to a head here. If a, It's all going to be coming to a head here, and we are at a place to where as this happens, we're going to see when the unemployment benefits stop, people are going to go out and they're going to riot. People are going to freak out. Oh, people yeah. are not going to be able to have jobs. perfectly. Because they did the COVID thing, they did the unemployment thing, they got everybody unemployment, you got the businesses shutting, going out of business, now they're kicking them out of their homes, taking their property. If yeah. Are you going to be able to start a business? I think it'll it'll all be black market, you know, at that point, if we don't get a turnover in Trump or somebody else, an elder, because, you know, it's just like in Russia, you know, I mean, you know, everyone who went underground, I mean, they didn't stop doing business. They stopped doing business legally. But this is my point to it. So for the people that are unemployed, that are going to need jobs, there are no jobs to be had for you once these jobs fill up. You look at the amount of people that are on unemployment or are unemployed. Uh, I was seeing one of them that was saying that it was like 17 million people. All right. So our jobs reports are between six and eight million to say that that's well, the available it, job. Again, that's why people are having to step up and turn around. Yeah. That's why this recall's got to go through. That's why we you're gathering it. more and more steam because that's the bad road at the end. The other road is we get control and we start going in the right direction. And it's and, and, and it can amazingly go good. And I'll tell you why. Uh, look what happened to, in the country in the first place when they were left alone when they when they had freedom. The the gross domestic product doubled every ten years. It's it's the it's the most uh, uh, you know, uh, astonishing news in the history of the world as far as economics. Uh, you know, look what happened. I mean, you got guys that got dropped off on a continent, you know, and all of a sudden they were the m- most powerful country in the existence of the world in a matter of 150 years because they were free and they were able to keep their own letter, uh, labor. And, 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 and the economic impact is stunning when you really examine that. It can turn around really quickly if we're left alone yeah. to actually go to work they and, were very and be creative. free. That's right. Very creative. So, with that said, we got a couple of minutes. Yeah. But I I don't know. Should we do any advertising on uh, who we are? I mean, we just started this thing. I don't even know who we are, where we're at. I know we're on YouTube. I know we're on uh, Facebook, and I'm sure we'll be, uh, you know, going out into all the other social medias and everything else. We'll be getting phone numbers. Uh, There's a a few little things that we got to still work out, but yeah. yeah. So this is our first podcast, and uh, we just talk like we always do. But uh, I guess we'll have it a little more together on the next round. I'm hoping so that we have. (laughs) more information where to go mountain top media and so forth and and uh, i think uh, i think it was actually pretty good uh, what happened today so yeah uh i'm not sure how many minutes we got left we got one one minute minute. well Well, uh, i want to say this was was great love the studio love everything about it it's way different is actually like more like uh just sitting around the table having a conversation there you go you know what i mean 
With that it's said, awesome. you are born an original. Don't die a copy. Remember, amateurs built the ark. Professionals built the Titanic. Government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It is force. And force like fire is a dangerous servant and a fearful master. And we will see everybody next time. Have a great week, everyone.